You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Imagine if you will. It's 1975 and you're a Star Trek fan. You want to see some of your favorite episodes today, but no one is running them in syndication. And home video, not to mention digital streaming services, are things that have yet to be invented. But there does exist one way you can relive those stories, via a novelization of the episodes. And for Star Trek, you can find those at the local bookstore filed under B. I'm Ryan Myers and this is Sci-Fi 5, your five minutes of science fiction history for May 23rd. And today marks the 101st anniversary of the birth of James Blish, the science fiction writer perhaps best known as the man who brought Star Trek into print. James Benjamin Blish was born in East Orange, New Jersey in 1921. He began his career writing fanzines in high school. He studied microbiology at Rutgers University before being drafted into the Army. After his service, he briefly studied zoology at Columbia University before becoming a full-time writer. Blish wrote for pulp magazines through the 1940s and 50s. Some sequences of his stories were later edited together and printed as fix-up novels. One such series, entitled Cities in Space, explored a futuristic analogy of the 1930s Dust Bowl migration, in which entire cities were fitted with faster-than-light drives and sent into the stars. Blish's best-known science fiction work began life as a novella in 1953, which he expanded into the novel A Case of Conscience. In this story, a Jesuit priest visits a planet of non-religious but morally perfect beings, whom the priest concludes must be the creations of Satan. The novel won the Hugo Award in 1959, and led to three other novels exploring the nature of religion. But James Blish's next series of tales would not be of his own making, but instead the adventures of a certain starship, then plying its way across American television screens. When Star Trek began, Bantam Books approached James Blish to adapt the episodes into short story collections. The first book, Star Trek, later retitled Star Trek I, was published in January 1967, while the first season was still airing. Blish based the stories on early drafts of the scripts, so his adaptations often didn't quite match the final aired episodes. Even the titles were sometimes different. Also, Blish didn't watch any Star Trek himself until several years later, after he had moved to England where reruns were broadcast on the BBC. Thus, characters and dialogue in his later books were more true to form once he was more familiar with the show itself. In 1969, Blish reported in the foreword to Star Trek III that the first two novelizations had generated more fan mail than he had received in his entire 29-year career. By 1975, he had published 11 Star Trek novelizations, plus the first original Trek novel written for adults, Spock Must Die. But sadly, at the end of July of that year, James Blish passed away from lung cancer. Judith A. Lawrence, Blish's widow, completed the remaining episode adaptations for Star Trek XII, except for the two Harry Mudd episodes. They, along with an original Mudd novella by Lawrence, were published later as Mudd's Angels. Lawrence only received writing credit on those final two books, but it was later revealed that she and her mother, Muriel, had been helping with much of the writing behind the scenes as Blish's health deteriorated. Had James Blish and his family not taken on the task of transcribing Star Trek into a readable form, the earliest Trekkies would not have had that tangible connection to the episodes in a pre-home video era. 
Those highly popular novelizations kept the fandom engaged and excited through the dry years of the 1970s, and paved the way for more literary adventures to come. Blish's success proved that books were as powerful a medium for Star Trek as television. The paperback could transport you onto the bridge of the Enterprise, say, during your school lunch break or while reclining in your easy chair, and then be passed along to family and friends, helping to spread the word and make Star Trek the worldwide phenomenon that it is today. And for that, Mr. Blish, we owe you our thanks. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for May 23rd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.